I am Tony Silvera, and I welcome you to my evening devotional. Tonight, we're going to talk about the death of the firstborn in Exodus 12, 29. At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive, who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants, and all the Egyptians. And there was great cry in Egypt. For there was not a house where someone was not dead. Uh, of course, uh, we do not uh, usually think of Passover as a plague. And we often forget that it came after a sequence of nine terrible uh, events in the land uh, of Egypt. Uh, when uh, Pharaoh persisted his uh, refusal to liberate the children of, of Israel, uh, Moses and Aaron warned him that God will punish both him and his people. Uh, Passover is the most well-known episode of the ten plagues, uh, and we cannot detach it from the other ten. The death of the firstborn was the plague. Passover is the sequence of events that are um, celebrated by Jewish people on the midnight of the 14th to the 15th of Nisan, uh, God struck all firstborn of the land of Egypt from the firstborn of King Pharaoh down to the firstborn of a captive in the dungeon and all the firstborn of the cattle, as Moses had warned. Only those who were protected by the lamb, the blood of the lamb, were saved. And there was a loud and bitter wail in each house uh, when the loved ones lay fatally stricken. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron during that very night and said to them, Arise, go out from among my people, both you and the children of Israel, and go serve the Lord as you have said, and take your flocks and your herds as you have said, and go and bless me also. We see that at last uh, then the pride of the stubborn king was broken. Exodus started the departure. Uh, the Israelites were spared from this killing as they obeyed, uh, applying the blood of the lamb uh, on the doorposts of their houses. So uh, while people were dying, meanwhile, Hebrews were preparing for their hasty de departure 
with beating hearts. They had assembled in groups to eat the Paschal lamb before midnight, uh, arrayed as they had been commanded. The woman had taken from the ovens the unleavened cakes, which were eaten uh, with the meat of the roasted lamb. The preparations uh, were at last concluded and all was ready. At the word of command, the whole nation of the Hebrews poured forth into the cool, still Eastern morning. But not even amidst their trepidation and danger, did they forget the pledge given by their ancestors to Joseph, and they carried his remains with them to uh, enter them later in the Promised Land. There is a relation between the Christian Easter and Passover. Uh, Passover or Pascha, which is the uh, Aramaic word, uh, sanctified Israel's time and life as a sign, pointing them to the coming incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ. In this feast, they were to remember him and what he did for them in delivering them from the Egyptian bondage. But more important, it pointed them to his coming in the flesh. When John the Baptist saw Jesus, he told his followers, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 1.29 the Israelites were to know him in the blood of a slain lamb, a sign pointing to him as the Lamb of God. Yet when he became uh, incarnate as this lamb, the Jews, they did not recognize their own Lord who had delivered them previously from Egypt. Uh, to this day, uh, Jews uh, all over the world uh, celebrate Passover. Uh, they do this in obedience to the command of God to do this celebration. Uh, Passover and the story of the Exodus have a great significance for them, but for Christians also, as Jesus Christ fulfilled the law, including the symbolism of the Passover. In Matthew 5, 17, uh, we uh, know that Jesus is our Passover. Paul mentioned this, 1 Corinthians 5, 7, John in Revelation 5, 12. Jesus was killed at Passover time, and the Last Supper was a Passover meal as we can read in Luke 22. Uh, by spiritually applying his blood to our lives by faith, we trust Christ to save us from death. The Israelites who in faith applied the blood of the Paschal Lamb to their homes become a model for us. It was not the Israelites' ancestry or good standing or amiable nature that saved them. It was only the blood of the Lamb that made them exempt from death. We know 
that it's the blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, that will exempt us also from everlasting death, and we can receive life through the blood of Jesus. This was my evening devotional for tonight. I would like to pray for you that the blood of the Lamb will bring deliverance into your life. So God, I pray for my friends watching my evening devotional tonight, and I pray, God, and I apply the precious blood of Jesus over their lives. I pray that the Lamb of God will be manifested in these lives. In Jesus' name, bring deliverance, bring salvation, God. I pray, I thank you for the precious blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God that was shed for us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoy this devotional, give it a thumbs up, give it a like. It will help it to be seen by others. Uh, also, if you want to consult uh, the archives of my evening devotional, please go to Substack. Substack, it's the platform where I keep all the archives and where you can go to myeveningdevotional.substack.com and subscribe by email to receive every weekday at 9 p.m. a message from me containing the outline, the audio file, and the video link for this devotional. This was it for tonight. God willing, I will be here with you once again tomorrow. Thank you.